You're listening to Go 10 Lisa podcast with Lisa Waldron, where you get 10 episodes per season filled with inspirational, funny, tearjerker from a single empty nester mom. Are you ready? Are you ready for Go 10 Lisa podcast? Well, join right in. Hi, everyone. It's me, Lisa, and welcome to Go to Lisa Podcast. Well, today's episode is going to be a little bit different than what I had planned out because I'm a little bit teed off. It's a couple of days before Christmas, and it's supposed to be all in the joyous season, and I was a little bit, even though I'm not finished with everything, and I have to travel and everything, and nothing's really done, Um, but that's not really what's on my mind tonight. What's on my mind is I want to title this Get Off My Jock. Should I title it that or should I just title it I Know I Have to Lose Weight? So this is what's going on. So a couple of days ago, I had my physical, my annual physical. Now, let me just start by saying, guys, that I, Lisa, I do know I have to lose weight. Let's let's just start with that. I know I have to lose weight. I think a person who's overweight or even 5, 10 pounds, 100 pounds or whatever, I think they do know they're overweight. What do you guys think? I think people know they're overweight. Do I need you to tell me every friggin' minute that I need to lose the weight? Oh, hell no. So that's where we're going today. A couple of days before Christmas... And we're talking about weight. Now, let's just, let let me go back. So I'm doing my annual physical. And the first thing out the doctor's mouth, God bless her, is, yes, I did go there. I guess if you live long enough in Georgia, you're going to end up saying, oh, bless your heart. And I didn't say bless your heart. I said, oh, God bless her. Because she really is a nice doctor. And not for the fact that I have white coat syndrome and what white coat syndrome is, is that every time you go to the doctor's office, psychologically, you see the white coat of the doctor or something, your blood pressure goes up a little bit. So you start thinking about your blood pressure going up and your blood pressure does go up. Or maybe just the nervousness of being in the doctor's office. Whatever the case is, that's what white coat syndrome is, my friends. So, my blood pressure was a little bit high when I walked into the office. That wasn't even the subject of it. She asked me why it was high. I told her, you know, lots of stuff going on, a little bit stressed, but jumped right into the weight. Now we discussed this the last time um, in my vis- in my visit um, back in October. I told her that I asked her, you know, if she can write me a prescription to see and and um, what do you call it, nutritionist. So, yes, it's my fault. I haven't gotten around to doing a nutritionist because I was so busy doing orthopedic work on my back and my leg. So, as my son would say, excuses. And maybe it is an excuse. But I have a lot of stuff going on too. I mean, I am, you know, I have three videos, three vlog style videos up, doing a podcast, doing a regular job, taking care of my home. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I have over 10 jobs, people. And of the 10 jobs, I think 
I'm slacking <laughs> in a couple of them. Of my 10 jobs, which one is paying? Probably one. Can the others pay? Probably two, two others can possibly pay if I actually do the work for them. So the bottom line is that I'm trying to do everything and it's my fault because when I'm trying to do everything, I'm not taking care of myself and I am a stress eater. So what does that mean? What that means is that when I'm stressed, I tend to eat more and then sometimes I'm on track with my eating right and then sometimes some days I'm just eating more and more and more and more and more. Now, mind you, I have a breakfast, I have a lunch, which is pretty much static and the same. You mean, either I'm having a veggie omelet with uh, potatoes and maybe bacon, or just a veggie omelet, or maybe an oatmeal. So it's one of the three or four, you know, and um, because there's little potatoes, um, so it's that or regular eggs, so five. So it's mainly eggs potato, bacon, or oatmeal, one of the four. So in the past couple of days, I've included and changed it up a bit and added pancakes. I had, I added in pancakes because we had a company lunch breakfast, not lunch breakfast, but a breakfast gift exchange. And we went to a restaurant and I ordered a veggie omelet, but I also ordered, um, a waffle with that. So I'm completely off my breakfast schedule. That's number one. What should my breakfast be? It should just be oatmeal, maybe eggs. And I will tell you what my doctor says about the bacon shortly. For lunch, typically I bring my lunch because I really don't want to go out for lunch and waste more money and pay more money for lunch. So typically for lunch, if I prep for the week, then typically I would have some kind of meat, which is protein, and some kind of veggie or some kind of potato or something. So that's lunch. So pretty much that's fine. If I'm stressed, I may add in a muffin in between for snack. All of this is bad stuff, and I know. And that's what it is because I haven't bought fruits. I haven't done anything. I haven't. I, I'm so off the track of what I need to do. But here is where the problem is, guys. It's when I get home. When I get home from a long, stressful day at work, I eat, get some work done on the computer. I eat again. I try to get all my eating done like a mad woman um, before nine o'clock. Isn't that whack? Isn't that crazy? Like, what the hell am I eating so much for? Why? And why am I rushing to do it all before nine o'clock? So in a span of three hours, I'm like stuffing my face. Why? 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 And then some nights I'm good and I just have one meal. And, but I've come to realize that certain foods are not good for me because of my stomach. And I do have a list from my gastroenterologist gastroenterologist years ago, which I have in my refrigerator. And basically it tells me that these type of foods I can't eat. Otherwise I'll be in pain in my stomach. And that includes garlic and onions and certain carbs and certain fruits. So 
but I have been eating it or if I eat out, it does include some of those seasoning or some of those um, things that I just mentioned. So back to the doctor. So I'm in the doctor's office and then she's talking about my weight. Now, yes, I know that the weight will contribute to the blood pressure, making the blood pressure go higher. I do know that. So then, um, you know, she's talking about, well, you know, maybe you should try the keto diet. So I'm telling her that everybody at work is talking about it. I'm the kind of person where if I want to lose weight, I want to do it without the whole world looking at me. You all can look at me, world, when it's all done. And maybe some people like it to inspire. And I know that sometimes my, you know, my, I want to get my podcast to inspire people. You can inspire someone to a certain point, but when it comes to their, people are very sensitive about their children. People are very sensitive about themselves and people are very sensitive about money. I've come to find out those three, but mainly the first two. And you can't tell a parent anything about their kids. They're going to be super, super defensive, offensive, whatever about their kids. That's number one. So don't ever talk about somebody's kids. Let them figure it out. If they want your advice, fine. Second of all, some people are sensitive when it comes to themselves. I mean, can you imagine if the whole world goes around and just tell you like, now I'm the kind of person that will tell you like it is. I will. But there are some things you just have to mind your own business and don't say anything. I mean, like I said, don't you think the person know already that they're overweight? You know what I mean? So that being said, my doctor jumped right into, well, didn't we discuss the last time about you working on your weight? And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. So I guess she saw (laughs) my scale number that I probably gained a couple of pounds um, before at that visit. But guess what, guys? I had lost 10 pounds from October to before that visit. I did actually lose 10 pounds. But the few days before my doctor's visit, I was stuffing my face and I gained it back. So it looked like I didn't lose anything at all. Isn't that whack? Isn't that crazy? (sighs) So she's talking about my weight and she's saying, well, maybe you should try the keto diet. I said, I did look into that because my OBGYN mentioned that to me a year ago. So I did look into it. And some people that, uh, you know, worked with me, um, did lose the weight. Fine. So there's two type of ketos, one with the blood, the true one or whatever. So then she said, don't follow the one that's online where it says to eat a lot of bacon. Now, mind you, I did read it online where it said to eat a lot of bacon. And that's why I had included bacon in my breakfast. Now, before that, I would have bacon once a week. I would. The most would be twice. But it seems like I'm eating breakfast at work like four or five times a week. And of the four or five times, I'm including bacon. And the lady's not even giving me two strips. She's giving me like four strips of bacon. Isn't that bad? So I'm like totally off the scales. So when she said that, I just looked at her like, oh my God, like really? So because the keto diet says you're supposed to eat a lot of protein and fatty food, 
She said, Lisa, that's not for you. What you need is protein and a low carb diet. I was like, really? Now you tell me? Now you tell me? So anyway, so then I told her that, have you heard of F Factor? Because I did do a video on my Go 10 Lisa vlog about it, where I did a Go 10, I ordered two Go 10, uh, I'm sorry, I ordered two F Factors, um, one vanilla, one chocolate protein shake that this lady is promoting for her business, F Factor. Now, what she's promoting, Tanya Zuckerberg, is that she's promoting, this is not sponsored, she's promoting protein and fiber is the way to lose the weight. So I ordered these two things because they were on sale on Black Friday. So I'm watching her videos, I'm on her Instagram page, and she's demonstrating how to make these waffles. Guess what, guys? The waffles are delicious. There is no flour. Everything is made out of the protein. Two scoops of the vanilla protein with some egg whites, um, a half a teaspoon of baking soda. I'm sorry, not baking soda, baking powder. And um, what was the other ingredient? There's one more ingredient. I can't remember, but it's like as simple as that and put it in the waffle maker and that's it. Now you, I do have sugar-free syrup, so I do add a little bit to that. She doesn't recommend that. She eats hers with blueberry. I eat mine with blueberry sometimes and she eats hers with, um, I don't know if it's cottage cheese or, or some kind of cream or something, but it's all protein and fiber on her diet. So the doctor said that she didn't know about this F factor. So I was explaining to her that it's protein and fiber. And she's like, yeah, Lisa, that's good. But for you, you need <laughs> low carbs. My problem is the carbs. I need to eat more protein and I need to lessen the carbs. So that being said, I'm just looking at her and she's talking like, what have I been doing all this time? Have I been doing everything completely wrong? Have I? You're listening to Go 10 Lisa podcast with Lisa Waldron, which can be brought to you by Anchor FM. You can send me a voicemail message and I'll answer any of your questions by going to the Anchor FM podcast app just to listen to me and to download those questions to me. You can also listen to Go 10 Lisa podcast on any podcast app. That's Radio Cast, CastBox, Apple, Anchor, any podcast app. Just type in Go. That's G-O, the number 10, L-I-S-A, Go 10 Lisa. It's as simple as that. New episodes are every Friday for 10 episodes is a season, then a three-week break, and then a brand new 10-episode season again. Go 10 Lisa Podcast is now the new happening podcast. So I'm like, am I doing everything that wrong, that bad? 
Okay, so I took her advice, and then the last thing is like she's examining me at this point, and she's still talking about my weight. I'm trying to change the subject and talk about everything else, and she's still talking about my weight. And so I'm like, okay, okay, I'm taking it all in, and then she says to me, have you tried Weight Watchers? I think Weight Watchers would be good for you because... um, Weight Watchers, you get to count your calories and you can eat a little bit of everything, but that would be good for you. So then I said to her, yes, I've heard about it. I tried it a little bit, not officially. I tried to follow the the, the menu, you know, because so many people throughout the years I've known have either been on it, told me about it or something. And then I said to her, but you know what, doctor? Every January, I go on a 21-day fast, you know, where I give up something, which is typically meat or something like that. And she's like, oh, good. Maybe that will help you for a little bit. So then she comes back again with the keto. And then she says, you know what? One of my patients lost a lot. She emphasized a lot, a lot of weight on the keto. And she proceeded to tell me how she did it. She said how she did it was... And she said, Lisa, the key for you is don't go in there thinking that you want to lose like 50 pounds right off the bat because you will fail in the first week or so. I said, yep, that's me. That's how I think. I know I have to lose a lot of weight and automatically I'm like, I need to lose it all like right now, right now, right now. So she said, the best thing for you to do is lose a couple of pounds at a time. That's 10 pounds, 10 pounds, a little at a time. So she said she had a patient that lost a ton of weight, a lot of weight. And the way that she did it was on the keto diet. And she said she went on the keto for a month and lost 10 pounds. And then she came off the keto. And then she let her body get adjusted to the keto And then she went back on again. So it was like an on, off, on, off. 10 pounds, 10 pounds, 10 pounds. Get it? Go 10, Lisa. Go lose those 10 pound girls. Girl, that's me. I'm talking to myself. Lisa, go lose those 10 pounds. Go try something. So I said to her, oh, okay, that's good. So she's, and don't get me wrong, people. I appreciate the advice. I really do. And I started to tell her, you know, so many people at work is talking about keto. So many people are talking about weight loss and this, this, and that. But I'm the kind of person where I don't want to hear it every single day. I don't want to hear somebody up in my face about my weight or any about losing weight or anything. I don't want to hear it at all. To lose the weight, you, the person who wants to lose the weight have to mentally prepare yourself to lose the weight and ready. The only person that can make you lose the weight is who? It's you, the person who wants to lose it. Not the person telling you, it's the person who wants to do it. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. Thank you for the advice. And she said, you know, Lisa, I know it can be overwhelming. You know, everybody talking about, I said, that's it. That's exactly it. It is overwhelming. It is overwhelming because I'm the kind of person, I can talk to anybody about anything 
practically. I can be inspirational. I can give advice. I can be a good listener. But when it comes to my weight and my child, those are the two things I'm a little bit sensitive. I'm one of those sensitive people. But when it comes to the weight, I have to go through it myself. I, people, me, Lisa, have to go through it myself. You know what I mean? So I said, thank you. And, you know, I said to her, well, I know I have to lose it, but be, but I'm going to be frank with you, doctor. Who's really going to lose the weight around Christmas time? Let's be real. Let's be real. I'm not going to start it right now. I would have to have super duper duper willpower to do that right now. Okay. And, and that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So I said to her, one, one, God's willing. I know I have to lose the weight. Okay. So I left the doctor's office. Didn't think anything of it. I usually get my bunch of papers and whatever. So the next day, Friday, which is today, I'm at the pharmacy. I'm picking up some medication because I have something wrong with a little, with my ear and I had to get some um, steroids. But when I picked it up, come to find out she gave me steroids and antibiotics. Cool. Um, so she knows I'm, she wants me to knock out whatever is trying to come into my body because I've been trying to avoid everyone that's being sick. So I said, you know, something said to me, look at the papers that she gave you. Because I was looking at the paper for something. I forgot what I was looking for. I was looking to see if maybe perhaps I had the prescription. Because when I went to the pharmacy, they did not have the prescription. They had my other medications, but they didn't have this particular prescription that she just prescribed yesterday. So I said, well, they told me that she faxed it in. Maybe she gave me a handwritten one. So that's why I was looking through the papers. So I did have the papers in the car. And I'm looking through the papers. You know, it tells me my whole exam information and everything. But what did I see on the last two pages? It had a BMI chart. The first thing that came to my mind was, here we go again about the weight. Is she for real? She actually printed out the chart for me like I haven't seen the chart. Like I haven't seen the chart before. I know the chart will say I am obese. I am overweight. Guys, even if you're like two pounds over your suggested weight for your age and everything, you're considered obese or overweight. You know what I mean? So I was like, holy crap. I had no idea she had like sent this along with my paperwork. I think she's trying to drill it into my head. So I was like, should I be offended by this? Is she really, 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 really trying to drill this in? I get it. And plus, if I want to get a man out there and, you know, look attracted to some man out there, I have to look halfway decent, right? And look, but I have to do it for myself, not for the fact that I'm looking for a man or for a man to find me. I have to do this for me to get my health and my weight under control. So then I said, okay, okay, she sent me this. That's fine. I already have it on my mind anyway to prepare myself that I have to go strong come January 1st. I have to go strong. 
even though the ortho doctor told me I can't start any exercise as of yet, and I did tell my doctor that, she said, that's fine, but get your eating under control. I said, I know. So people, I am letting you know that come January, God's willing, I am going to be on the strictest diet ever. And then she said to me, you know, all it takes is 30 days, Lisa, 30 days for a person to change. I've heard it was 21 days, but she said 30. Okay. I know that doctor, but I have to be the strong. This is where if I can do it and you're listening to me right now and you're struggling with the same thing or feel the same way I do, I am not going to drill it down your throat and talk about it over and over, but I will mention it like halfway through one of the next upcoming episodes, wherever it is. I think I'm going to give like an update like every month where I am. I tried, I tried several things, but I have to, have to, have to work harder on this. So fine. I listened to what my doctor said. I'm fine that she sent me extra BMI paperwork chart. I'm fine with that. She understands that I'm starting in January 1st. She's fine with that. Everybody's fine. The doctor is fine. I'm fine. We have a plan. We're fine. But then there's one person in my life that is on my jock. And I want to tell him, and I have told him, get off my jock. Get off my jock. And maybe that's not even proper for me to say. But it's like, I want to say, get off my S. Or maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe I should just say, and I did say, thank you for caring about me, but I cannot take you talking to me all the time about this. I can't. I've said it a hundred million times and this person is not listening to me. This person is an athlete. This person works out. This person wants to see the best for me. This person wants to see me lose a lot of weight, so therefore my blood pressure is not high. This person wants me to be off my medications. This person wants me to be attractive enough, so therefore I will attract a good-looking man and a good, kind man um, in my life. This person doesn't want me to grow old alone. This person wants me to be healthy like him or even better. This person will not let up. Who is this person? You guessed it. My son, Justin. I had to tell him today, I don't want to hear another word about my weight. I don't even want to hear that as a subject of conversation. I know what I have to do. But there's something about that boy that he just keeps telling me and it's like irking me and it's like putting the fork to my mouth to eat. You get what I'm trying to say? You're stressing me out. You're stressing me out by talking about it over and over and over and over and over and over and over about it. Now I'm sharing this story with you guys to let you know that I know I'm not the only one out there. I know that these people in our lives, God is sending them to send us a message. I completely get that. I am appreciative. I, But listen, back up. Back the you know what up. Back up, okay? 
How would you like it if I'm on your case about something morning, noon, and night? You would get sick of me and get aggravated too. Give a person space. Let them figure it out a little bit. But of course, if their health is, their weight is growing and growing and growing to where it's detrimental to their health, yes, intervene. Yes, yes, yes. But here is the thing, people. There are people who are skinny. There are people who have their weight under control and they have more health issues also. So it's just a matter of whatever your life calls for. That, that's the way I've come to realize it. You know what I mean? I do look at myself sometimes and I'm like, you know what? I have such confidence. I, I am good looking. But can I lose a couple more pounds? A few more pounds? Several hundred pounds? Let me stop. <laughs> could I lose? My goal is 80 to 100 to get back to pre-pregnancy weight like years ago. But I'm okay with like 75, 80. But that's my problem. I'm thinking big. I need to think small. Could, can I lose 10 pounds? I'm not even going to say 5. 10. Can I lose 10 pounds? That is my goal. That is my goal for January, to lose 10 pounds. Yes. And then what's my goal for January? Another 10. And that's how I'm going to go. I'm going to take it one month, one day at a time, and see what happens. Well, he says that he's, he doesn't care what I'd say, and he says he's going to continue to say it. Do you see why I'm stressed out? Do you see why... I'm just like, whatever. I'm like, I don't have time for this. I really don't. So I'm just going to have to find something in myself to block him out mentally. Don't let it affect me when he says that. And just keep it moving. Because haters going to (laughs) hate. And God bless him also. Like I said, these are people that are placed in our lives to try and help us. I am not ungrateful. I'm actually thankful that you care enough, both of you, my doctor and my son, to say something and to intervene. I I, I am grateful. But like I said, I already know. I already had a plan. And it's just a matter of getting started. I think once you get started, that's the hardest part. You just have to stick to the routine no matter what. Stick to the routine. I mean, even the lady with the F factor, she's not coming out with bracelets on, you know, like simple bracelets, um, you know, like half. It's like, I think it's part cloth or, you know, one of those bracelets or whatever. It's just a reminder. So every time you glance down on the way that she has the bracelets is you put it on your hand that you pick up the fork with. And maybe I shouldn't make one on my own because I'm not going to spend any money next year. I'm going to try and cut down on money also. That's a whole nother situation. But I'm going to put something on my hand that I pick up the fork with and it's a reminder. So every time you pick up the fork, you're going to see this bracelet or whatever to remind you, hello, you are supposed to eat protein and fiber or a low carb diet. Hello. Put that cake down. Put that sugar down. 
And guess what, guys? I can't even eat potatoes anymore because potatoes are considered to be, um, it's not part of the keto and it's not part of my um, low carb list. Even though it's good for you, it's still considered a little bit of carb. I can't eat sweet potato either. So my list of already shortened list of food is going to get even shorter. So, you know, all I'm pretty much can eat is probably protein, a little bit of fruit, and it's not even certain fruits. It's probably just strawberries and blueberries. And the rest is um, green veggies and um, fish in there, of course, and um, nuts, seeds and nuts. So I'm going to be eating like a bird, like a little rabbit or something. As a matter of fact, oh, I can't even eat carrot because I was just getting ready to say that maybe I can make some carrot juice and go back to juicing, but I can't even do carrot because that's one of my favorite juice. I'm going to have to do probably like those. Oh, and on the keto, I can't even do um, smoothies either. So that's going to be interesting. So I'm just going to have to make some spinach and kale juice. And just add it with something that's acceptable for all of my list. Yep. But anyway, um, I want to do this. And that's the key to losing weight is that the person that wants to lose it wants to do it. You can't force something down somebody's throat. You can't like, you know, but I'm glad I have the support of you all listening. I'm glad I have the support of my doctor and my son, but there's no way in heck I'm going to be doing it right now for Christmas. Not that I'm aware of. Um, I am going to try and eat a little bit healthier and maybe not as much around Christmas time. But then my mother just made black cake, which is Jamaican cake. Do I have to eat a lot of it? No. Can I eat a little bit of it? Yes, but it's so good. But but in any event, I don't have to eat it at all, too. Because I've gone, you know, throughout the year. It's not just the beginning of the year, but throughout the year, I do like mini fast as well, where I give up meat and or something else. And I'm going to be quite honest with you guys. When I give up meat, I feel so much lighter and heavy, not heavier, but I feel so much, my body feels so much lighter. I can actually go without meat for a while. But... I crave it. So if I can maybe have meat once a week or when I really, 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 really crave it to just have it. But the moment I start introducing meat back into my body, that's when I kind of feel like bloated and heavy. Does that happen to anybody else? I'm not at the point that I want to be 100% vegan or vegetarian or anything like that. But... I have gone like, I I think I did a 30-day fast with my church, but I did no meat. And so I felt good, but then I kind of like ran out of options of things to make because you don't want to eat the same thing over and over and then you get bored. So between now and January 1st, I'm going to come up with a whole menu and different ideas and stuff. And look up some videos of other people who are vegan or vegetarians and see what they have as ideas as well. Because 
Even if I lose 10, I'm happy. At least I accomplished that goal. Well, guys, as you enter into the holidays and the Christmas season, I want you guys to choose to eat healthy. Don't overdo it. What is your plan for the new year? I'm not going to say to you over and over, you know what you should do with your weight already. I'm making a move. I'm making a step. You should too. But do it when you want to do it and when you're ready to do it. And don't shy away anyone that's helping you. Just get started. And that's what we're going to do. And I hope this inspired you a little bit to get started and to know that you're not alone. Somebody else out in the world is going through the same thing as you. And we can do it and we will do it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on Goten Lisa. And next episode will be next Friday. Don't forget to, to subscribe, give a rate and share. And thanks for listening to Go 10 Lisas. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Goodbye.